This program is sponsored by Wicked, Chronic, and Natick, Massachusetts. Located on 185 Worcester Street, right on Route 9, they can be reached at 508-545-8105 or at wickedchronicvendorcommerce.com. Wicked Chronic is a boutique-style retail shop that focuses on selling counterculture products such as Wiccan cannabis cultures coming together in a unique setting. You need something for that special spell? Go on down to Wicked Chronic in Natick, Massachusetts and speak to Beverly. Tell them Dr. Chris sent you. Check them out today. In the shadows you can hear the sounds The rumble of a hundred hellhounds Cries of the banshee, terror of the windigo You also can't see if there's just nowhere to go It's the creature And this is the Supernatural Creatures and Lore Podcast, a podcast dedicated to all the monsters, mythology, lore, religion, and fiction tied to the creatures that appear on the TV series Supernatural, currently airing on the CW in its 14th season. I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm Mel Heflin, his co-host. And tonight we're talking about Season 3, Episode 1, which I don't have the title in front of me for some stupid reason. The yeah. Magnificent Seven. The Magnificent Seven, which is the name of a movie, too. Or a, a few movies, actually. It's, it's, uh, I, I believe it actually all originates from a Kurosawa movie. Kurosawa, if you don't know the name at all, you might have heard that name in a Bare Naked Lady song. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the song One Week. And Kurosawa made a movie called The Seven Samurai, about seven samurai that banded together to take down an evil overlord in Japan. And this was like a 1950s movie. Now, Kurosawa movies is what inspired George Lucas to one day create Star Wars. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and of course we know know the Magnificent Seven is like the Western, so because we're the Western audience, they made it in like a cowboy kind of movie. Recently, it was a couple of years ago, starring Denzel Washington and Chris... Um, uh, Chris, no, not Chris Pine, not Chris Helmsworth, the actor who plays Star Lord in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Chris Pratt. Oh my gosh! Of course. Oh, Pratt. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, Chris Pratt's also in that too, and uh, Denzel Washington plays the leader of the seven who band together to help this small little western town. All right, season three, episode one, the Magnificent Seven. Sam and Dean realize that they have an enormous task in hunting down. Hundreds of demons that have escaped from the Devil's Gate. Bobby tells the brothers about a sighting in Nebraska that turns out to be manifestations of the seven deadly sins. And the seven deadly sins, as according to uh, the Bible, is my screen? Okay. lust, gluttony, sloth, wrath, greed, and pride. And wrath is the one I've always had problems with because I pretty much know what the others are. Yeah, um, but same. I'm, I've never quite understood what a wrath is. Um, being angry. Oh, okay. Oh, the wrath. Oh, okay, I got it now. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Um, whenever I hear sloth, I think of the animal. Yeah, same. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so is it an animal? Gluttony, obviously it's very easy. Lust, that, that one, you know, it, it, it is the one that I think... It's either lust or pride, or greed. Lust and greed are the two most commonly known sins. And uh, when you think of the seven deadly sins, I believe, because I think those two are um, happen more often in our own everyday life. 
I I think that I do most of these, you know, on a weekly basis, except wrath. I, I can't get angry anymore. My medicine doesn't allow for that. What information do you have on the uh, what information do you have on the seven deadly sins that you were able to dig up? Okay, so actually, I found something super super interesting um, in my notes somewhere here. Okay, so there are something called historical sins in reference to the Bible. These two sins are mentioned with the seven deadly sins, but I think they might actually predate what people know as the original, as the seven. Mm -hmm. There's one called Acedia, A-C-E-D-I-A. Acedia is Latin, which means without care. Uh, It's to neglect to take care of something that one should do. Is translated to apathetic listlessness and depression without joy. It's related to melancholy. It's the refusal to enjoy goodness by God. Uh, don't we kind of do that every day since more and more these days we kind of denounce God? I think most, yeah. And there's another one called vainglory, which is unjustified boasting. I think it's similar to pride narcissistic undertones like what um vainglory has become a rarely used word itself these days and is now commonly interpreted as vanity in its modern narcissistic sense Uh, I think it's pretty much just saying the sin is being a narcissist. The uh, the sins apparently didn't appear in the Bible uh, all exactly at once, um, or they were like, kind of like, they're, they're emphasized in certain scriptures. Um, mm-hmm. Lust uh, uh, has a quote from Matthew 5.28, to have an intense desire or need, but I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. I'm not exactly sure how, but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> that was way back then. Uh, what if he's single? Uh, right. I mean, how else are you going to create the human race, which was all about what the sex was about back then? Um, right. Or, I mean, and if you did have sex for uh, pleasure, it was a, it was a sin. Uh, gluttony, excess in eating and drinking. For drunkards and gluttons uh, become poor and drowniness clothes them. Uh, sorry. For drunkards and gluttons become poor. And drowsiness clothes them in rags. Proverbs twenty three twenty one. Greed, excessive or reprehensible acquisitions, having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality, so as to indulge in every kind of impurity with a continual lust for more. Ephesians four nineteen. Laziness, decline to activity or exertion, not energetic or vigorous. The way of the sluggard is blocked with horns, but the path of the upright is highway. Proverbs fifteen nineteen. Um, wrath, strong, vengeful anger, or indigenous. A gentle answer turns away wrath. Sorry, wrath. But a uh, no, it is wrath. But a harsh word stirs up anger. Proverbs fifteen one. 
Envy, painful, resentful awareness of an advantage enjoyed by another joined with the desire to possess the same advantage. Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk, so that it, it so that by it you may grow up your salvation. Uh, Peter, uh, verse one, chapter two, one through two, and then pride, quality of state of being proud. In sordid self-esteem, pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs 16, 18. Um, now, going back to uh, the one with envy, uh, like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. Uh, are we saying that we're envious of babies? I don't understand why that quote was in there with Peter. I know I am. You're, you're, you're <laughs> envious of your baby? Oh my gosh, he's so cute. Nobody even looks at me anymore. I don't care. I I don't care though. So I guess I'm not envious. What Who the, wouldn't want to be a baby? I mean, I guess so. I didn't really think about it that way. Did you ever hear that old saying that um if you take a baby to be baptized and they sprinkle the holy water on it and the baby doesn't cry during the baptism, then the seven deadly sins are still within it? Really? That was something I heard. Fascinating. Uh, yeah, why? Did you take your kid to get baptized yet? Uh, no, the, the in-laws are pushing for it. I'm like, whatever, it's fine. Oh, yeah, sprinkle that's right, some, you're not very religious. Sprinkle some water on him, I don't care. Is your husband very religious? Uh, they're Catholic. Oh, no! Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Strong Catholic military family all the way back to, like, the Civil War or something? Basically. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Oh, what have I got? Are they aware of what you do for a living sometimes? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and they don't like it. Well, some some of them don't care. Some of them don't, I don't know if they don't care or don't really dig. I don't know. (laughs) Let thee not be casting first stones of whatever, yada, yada, yada. What's that saying go? I, I don't know. I'm sure they don't know about the blood orgies. Uh, I don't even know about the blood orgies, so maybe that's an episode coming up we need to discuss. <laughs> Once the movie comes out, which I was promised next year. Oh, wait, you have a blood orgy in a movie coming up? Oh, yeah, it's going to be epic. Oh, my God. What's the name of the movie? Uh, the Profane Exhibit. Oh, okay, you have talked about this. Oh, okay. It's It's the most lustful, gluttonous, greedy movie there is oh okay well that actually brings up a good point right now to discuss yeah What movies has Mel Heflin been in in connection to the creatures in question? Now, we're not obviously dealing with real creatures because the seven deadly sins are not made manifest in anything usually than fiction. Um, when we'll get to the actors and everything about, you know, who's playing them in this episode in just a few moments. But uh, let's go down the list and what you have done in your films and connected to some of these uh, sins. Have you done anything with Envy? 
I, I think, yes, actually. I think that uh, for Envy, I'm going to have to go with the most recent movie that came out this past week, Stirring, a.k.a. Mrs. Claus. Uh, Mrs. Claus came out this week? Yes. What do you mean Mrs. Claus came out this week? The movie. The Tim Allen movie? No. <laughs> no, no. No, it's it's a slasher movie, Mrs. Claus. Oh, I'm not aware of this one. I know that there's the Kurt Russell comedy coming out in a in a couple in a few days later this week. This could be on Netflix. Kurt Russell's going to play Santa Claus, which I can't wait to see. <laughs> oh my gosh, exciting. <laughs> it's going to be on Netflix on uh, November 22nd. I'm seriously so excited for this. I saw that. Uh, but I I knew about there was like sleigh bells coming out soon, and I knew that there was an action figure tied to Silent Night Deadly Night coming out soon as well. But I'm not familiar with Mrs. Claus. Are you in it? Yes, I am in it. I'm in it with Brink Stevens and Heaven Helen Udi. Oh, what's it about? Give us the four one one in a sentence or two. Well, I am. There's a gory graphic history that plagues. Sigma uh, Delta Sigma Sigma House, mm-hmm. and somebody is back from for Mrs. Claus has come back for revenge. Oh, this looks like something so bad that my roommate would buy it because he buys everything. <laughs> Dude, it's it's awesome. I just saw it the other day. I saw the director's. I have the director's cut. I um, pledged to their Kickstarter last year. The oh, other year. well, I guess I mean the 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 image on IMDb of Mrs. Claus looking all like grayed out and like ghastly looking looks really cool so do you get yeah. killed in, do you get killed in it um i may or may not you may or may not do you have a sex scene in it no yes um hmm you know these if you watch the first five minutes of the movie <laughs> You will see why I'm like, no, yes. Um. <laughs> I'm in the middle of having sex, but I don't actually get to finish the orgasm because I get killed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. So we'll have to look out for that one. Uh, and it, it, is it on, is it on, you said it's available yet or it's not available yeah, quite yet? it is available now. Oh, okay. Is it available like on it's, Redbox it's or something? It's streaming all over the place. Uh, I have a picture here that I just posted like is it at a couple days ago. Um, all the streaming places, it's on DirecTV, Dish, Amazon Instant Video, Google Play, Sling, Xbox, Flixbling, Overdrive, Vimeo, and Fandango now. Cool. Um, I will definitely have to look for it just because the poster alone looks uh, pretty damn interesting. And then, of course, you have to keep us up to date on the blood orgy coming out. <laughs> I definitely will. <laughs> um, okay, so up next we have... Uh, so we did Envy. Okay, so what have you done? Well, a lot of your work is lusted after. I don't know if you're in lust with something or doing something with lust, but you have photos online of you <laughs> in various forms of modeling from... Uh, from bathing suits to underwear to full-on bondage to lesbian kind of uh, somewhat implied, you know, sexual content in these photos, and those are lusted after. I have a lot of fun. <laughs> They're always posted by one particular guy on Twitter, though. Is that is that like a is is that his? Yeah, yeah, that's um, Don. Okay. All right, I just want to make yeah. sure. I mean, He's done I know some of my best work. Okay, that's fine. Just I just I don't know who he is, so I know a lot of times models get shit posted about them that they're like 
Ugh, that guy again. Gross. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I didn't no. Know. I, All right, that's fine. I don't often think those things. I will repost anybody. his stuff now for more often now that I know that is completely legit. Yeah, so. I, I love when he posts stuff of me. Actually, every now and then he goes through our old shoots and uh, posts new stuff. I'm, I'm really hoping that I get to shoot with him again one day. I'm My fingers have been crossed for a couple of years now. Um, But uh, the... the what would you say is your probably most coveted, lusted after uh, photo shoot, and your most lusted after film by fans or even yourself? Huh. I would have to say, for lusted after film, unless I'm not, you know, thinking of, of one, I would have to say probably Steve Death Collector. I have a, a very sexy scene with my friend Brandy. Uh, Brandy Mason, she's absolutely fantastic. She does a, a lot of great work. And my most lusted after photo shoot, um, that's really tough since, you know, I mean, I, I love Don's work and pretty much every photo he's ever taken of me is dynamite. So I pretty much just pick any photo by Don. <laughs> Gluttony? Gluttony. Hmm. That's that's really tough. I mean, have uh, you ever done a movie where you're just like eating and eating and eating? I haven't done a movie, but I for my birthday a couple of years ago, my present to myself was a photo shoot of me sexually eating a Burger King Whopper. I actually am blocked by Burger King on Twitter now. Wow, really? Yeah, they, they didn't take too kindly to me. Um, I had this affinity for... Whoppers with cheese. <laughs> okay. Um, and then sloth, were you any type of, uh, were you being lazy in any way in any of your movies? It's like the weirdest sin of all. It is. It is a very weird sin. I, I don't think that, I just can't be lazy in any form of my life. Well, no, now that you're a full-time mom and you're still an actress and you're a model and sometimes doing the modeling and actress requires a whole hell of a lot of work as well. I, I've just always been go, 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 go. And I think people have hired me based on that. So I don't, I don't think, uh, I, I think that's very against my, my nature and any character I've played. Uh, greed. Were you ever like a greedy woman in any of your films? And did it end up getting you killed? <laughs> I I don't think that I've ever really been very greedy. Never been like a you never been like a rich girl in any of your movies. You were never like a a, a debutante or like a rich princess or something. No. No. That's not not too much like anything I've played either. Um, Nothing that comes to mind. Prideful? Have you been prideful in any of your movies in any character? Uh, yes, I played a porn star, not an actual porn star. <laughs> I didn't do sex scenes or anything, but I was very much like, you know, a man's woman. Um, there was a speech being given by a woman that's like, we have to stand up for ourselves. And I was like, boo, <laughs> people like my work. Um, and then were you ever like angry, like really pissed off in your movies like and I don't mean just like your character got angry about something but you were like like angry all the time um once again you're gonna have to watch Mrs. Claus oh okay 
And then you got something <laughs> coming up soon called The Vampire Santa 1, the beginning. Um, They're pretty I full of themselves. Think... I think there's going to be more than one of these movies, I guess. <laughs> really? I, I've i been casted. That's that's all I know. Whenever it gets me, they're going to call me or something. Oh, okay. There's an IMDb <laughs> up for it. Oh, it stars that guy who plays the Santa in like a lot of the horror pictures you see. Uh, yeah. Sal Lizard. Sal Lizard's going to play Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Your film's got the IMDb of the hottest women in like independent horror movies ever. <laughs> what? I said okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. I said your IMDb is filled with movies uh and your co-stars are 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 like some of the hottest babes in horror cinema like ever. <laughs> it's true. It is. True. I surround myself with beautiful ladies. Apparently so. <laughs> In this episode, I collect them. you collect them. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. Okay. So by the way, uh, just for anyone, we would be remiss if we didn't mention that this episode was written by Eric Kripke um, and directed by the late great Kim Manners, and is the first appearance of Katie Cassidy as the blonde Ruby, not the Ruby that gets married to our uh, our buddy uh, Sam Winchester in real life. Eventually, blonde Ruby is currently. I was playing... thinking about how much I love blonde Ruby. Oh, she is so hot in this mo- in this show, and and don't forget, you can catch her kicking all sorts of ass on Arrow every single season as she plays uh, um, Laura Lance, aka the Black Canary, and now the Black Siren because they killed off the Black Canary, and then they had Earth Two evil Black Canary come over, and now she's posing as her. Because, you know, comic books. Um, <laughs> but uh, Katie Cassidy, oh my god, I have been in love with Katie Cassidy since the, the first time I've ever seen her. She is yeah. so hot. And you cannot deny anyone who's a fan of Supernatural how unbelievably beautiful Katie Cassidy is. And, of course, we know who her father is, unfortunately, who passed away recently. Yeah. D- David Cassidy. Um, they had yeah. a kind of an estranged relationship, unfortunately. Uh, she was in the remake of When a Stranger Calls, by the way, another horror movie, and she was uh, Chris Fowles in the remake of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Huh. Um, this would also be the season that eventually introduces uh, another female character, but when we get to that episode, we will discuss her. But yeah, she, so she plays Ruby, and she's a demon. Uh, we don't quite know that yet, but she stabs one of the uh, the sins in the throat. Um, the sins are, uh, we have Sloth played by C. Ernest Harth, uh, who was in, uh, just going over some of his credits, because we don't, we, we don't want to go through every single one. Uh, he was in The Thirteenth Ghosts, The Thirteen Ghosts. Nice. Which I hope everyone saw online, if you were a fan of Scooby-Doo, as we are. They're doing a remake. Well, they're not doing, or they're, they're doing a sequel, a remake, they're doing a story. sequel to... I, That's the one. Yeah, they're doing a sequel to a Scooby-Doo cartoon from the 80s called The 13th Ghost of Scooby-Doo based on the... Because cart- we never saw The 13th Ghost. Correct. And there is an amazing actor who's going to play Vincent Van Gogh. And it might be a fun episode for us to talk about when the movie comes out in February. I'm really looking cool. forward to this animated movie because it's it's finally going to wrap up uh, a long overdue Scooby-Doo plotline. Um, so this actor's also been on the Van Helsing TV series, which I do not recommend. It is absolutely terrible. And he was on R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour, as well as uh, he was on Smallville, and he was in the movie Trick or Treat. He was the giant baby. Nice. Yeah, so I think that's the giant baby who gets killed by the werewolves, right? Yeah, at the end. Which Mel and I agree to be the sexiest werewolf transformation scene ever. Definitely. <laughs> absolutely. All right, so next we have Gluttony, played by Michael Rogers. 
Michael Rogers has had various uh, television career episodes. He was on Continuum. He was on Fringe for a few episodes. Uh, he was on Stargate SG-1. And he was on the X-Files in 21 Jump Street. Career goes back to the mid-80s. Uh, next up, we have... Uh, Katya Vershilas, who played Lust. This was the chick that Dean makes out with, by the way. Because <laughs> of course. Oh! Because of course! <laughs> she's also been on Supernatural before. Uh, she's on Supernatural again later on. She plays Chastity in an episode called Free to Be You and Me. I don't know what that episode's about, so we might get to it eventually. But her career kind of, uh, kind of takes a break for a little while, and she's recently in something that is in post-production for the last four years. <laughs> Oh, I know that story. Yeah, tell me about it. I guess I actually just got asked recently about a movie I made, and there's somebody's voiceover and saying, "Hey, Chris, I was checking my IMDb, and your film is still in post production." I'm like, "Yeah, it might be in post production until we decide to finally cancel it because the footage got destroyed." And she was like, "Oh no!" And I'm like, "I know." Um, okay, yeah. so the actor who played oh uh, shoot, I just lost it. Pride. So the actor who played Pride is Ben Cotton. Um, this is going to sound a lot better when I edit out the uh, the pauses due to the internet kind of. So this sounds like I'm going through these rapidly. Uh, he was in the Chronicles of Riddick, Stargate Atlantis, Stan Helsing, which is a parody horror movie, as well as <laughs> as well as Slither. I do not recommend Stan Helsing. I thought it was atrocious. I hated Slither personally. Really? You're, I did. Oh my god! I actually really like Slither. James Gunn, one of his best movies. The next one is Gardner Miller, who played uh, Pride. He was in the A-Team, Godzilla, the 2014 Godzilla, which has a movie sequel coming out next year, as well as the X-Files, the, the most recent X-Files. And gotcha. then we have Greed, played by Tierra Sorensen. She was in, unfortunately, she was in Fifty Shades Grey, the one of the sequels. Uh, she was on Arrow last year. And she was been in Mutant X. She's kind of been a bit part actor for the last like six, seven years of her career. Some people strive on that sort of thing. Yeah, there was a whole documentary out called "There's No, There's No, There's No Small Parts" or something. So yeah. Um, well, that's pretty much it for the seven deadly sins. If you've ever committed them, you know what they are. They're not really creatures. Again, they're, they're normally the only time these things are ever like creatures, like things that you could touch, is on television. They're not like demons and any type of lore. They're things that we do, and it's written by a really old dead dude a thousand years ago. We've all committed the seven deadly sins. It's just a matter of how much you keep doing that is going to land you in hell versus going to heaven one day. If you believe in that. If you believe in that. If you don't believe in that, you have nothing to worry about. But if you are religious, and we're not going to put down anyone who does believe in God and heaven and heaven and hell. We do talk about heaven and hell and God and the devil all the time on the show. We kind of have to, considering what we're doing. But it's a matter of, like, how much you pace yourself when you overeat or if you overly lust somebody, like, you maybe you shouldn't. You know, like, the thoughts I've had lustfully about Mel over the years... I probably shouldn't say that on the air. <laughs> uh, but seriously, it's just a matter of how much you pace yourself, I think, and then you'll get into heaven. Don't you agree? Yeah, you'll get there. You'll get there if that's eventually. That's where you want to go. You believe there? Yeah. Well, Mel, there was a uh, anime cartoon which I'm. I'm. Last time I checked, you're not a big anime fan, right? I totally love anime. I'm just. I'm about particular animes. Um, I don't even know if most people would consider Pokemon and Sailor Moon animes, yeah, no, but those are. are like some of my top two shows ever. They are. They definitely are. Um, 
I'm I would be I would be shocked considering that your body of work contains um somewhat adult material. Um and I mean mature content adult material, not adult triple X material. Let's make sure I clarify that. Right. Um, that you've never been approached to do voiceover <laughs> work for hentai. <laughs> I have done hentai work. Oh, you have? Okay, that's a whole other separate show. But back to the topic at hand, there's a cartoon with the same name, an anime as the same name as this episode called Seven Deadly Sins. Um, or, well, this episode is The Magnificent Seven, but you know what I mean. The Seven Deadly Sins is an actual anime cartoon series, and it's like magic-using, supernatural kind of anime. I'm not going to go big into the plot line, but it's also your typical anime as most of the female characters have some uh, tickle bitties. That's what's up. That is what's up in anime. Um, I'm, I, I, as far as I'm aware, there has not been an anime... Uh, okay, let me let me rephrase that because I guarantee someone's gonna be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" There has never been an anime-centric episode of the main series of Supernatural. However, every Supernatural fan is aware that there is an anime of Supernatural. I own it. Yes, they didn't I do come too. out with a season two, right? They did. It's all on the same Blu-ray. It's all on the same box set. However, most fans believe it to be kind of crap. It's not great. It's not the best rewatchable thing ever. The animation is very I... good. It's by Madhouse. It's very good animation. I'm not going to ever put down the animation. In fact, it's the same I really people... like that they continued one of their stories from episode, uh, from season one Correct. in the anime, but they, they could have created like a whole new thing rather than recreating episodes. Right. And I believe that only Jensen, not Jensen, Jared, Jared Padalecki voiced over his own character. Is it true that Jensen Ackles didn't? Yes, Jensen only did the last two episodes, which is basically season, gotcha. the ending of season two, All Hell Breaks Loose, part one and two. Bobby and John look completely different. They don't look anything. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I don't understand the reason for that. Some, I think if you watch it, you get a better explanation of it. There's a lot of bonus material with uh, the boys being interviewed about it, but then there's a lot of bonus material in Japanese, and it was a, it was a little difficult to get through because it's, it's really long. There's just a lot of subtitles to read, and I think at the time I was, re I was watching the bonus material, I was just not in a subtitle reading mood. Maybe I'll rewatch it someday. But yes, there is an anime of Supernatural, but there's no Supernatural anime-centric episode. The closest we've come, obviously, was last year's Scooby Natural. Um, and the boys have never been to really Japan, but Bobby's first uh, story in the, in the journal of Bobby Singer has to do with anime. Oh, sorry, not anime, but a Japanese-based creature. The, the drinking spirit, right? No, a different creature, actually, but maybe, huh. it's that, maybe it is that one. I don't. For anyone who's read the journal of Bobby Singer, you know, leave a comment in the comment section below. Um, but yeah, Bobby deals with a Japanese kind of creature uh, in his first mission. The first time he goes out on a hunt. Uh, but you're right. Also, that season seven episode with the drinking demon, ghost. Oh me, man, that's so funny. It's also, I think, the first episode of Garth. Oh, I love Garth. Yeah, well, I don't like him anymore now that he's a werewolf and the werewolves are dumb on yeah. the show. Werewolves suck on the show, sorry. <laughs> um, they they kind of do. Yeah, you want to hear more about us talking and trashing werewolves, you can listen to our werewolf episode and you can also hear uh, Mel's hilarious story <laughs> about she fucked a werewolf on screen. <laughs> Oh, yeah. She liked the werecock, if you get what I'm saying. Nudge, nudge, waka, waka. <laughs> okay, this is why this episode's explicit. All right, that's good. 
that went on too long. <laughs> I gotta edit some of that. <laughs> well, that's pretty much it for this episode of Supernatural Creatures and Lore, covering the seven deadly sins. You can find us on our Supernatural Creatures and Lore Facebook page, as well as join us on Twitter at SBN Creatures and Lore. And if you want to know more about the other podcasts on the Radio Horror Network, go to RadioHorror.com. We'd like to also say Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, as this episode will be airing around Thanksgiving. may not be on Thanksgiving, but it will be airing around Thanksgiving. So if you had a great Thanksgiving, have a happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, happy turkey day. In the shadows you can hear the sounds The rumble of the hundred hounds Cries of the banshee, terror of the way to go You also can't see if there's nowhere to go It's the creature Okay, uh, take a quick pause. Ah! Stupid theme song's playing again. Damn it, more editing. All right, <laughs> take a quick pl- pause, um, and uh, then we will start the next one. Okay. All right. So, 